But let's talk about some other stories that caught my eye. I want to welcome to the show Brenda McPhail. She's a director of Privacy, Technology, and Surveillance Project for the Canadian Civil Liberties Association. Brenda, good to have you on, and welcome to the show. Thanks, Kelly. Okay, very disturbing news. Um, And this surrounds one of the biggest pizza chains in Canada, Pizza Pizza, voluntarily handed over customers' personal information to Toronto police last June. It was part of a project called uh, Project Kraken, an investigation into guns, gangs, and drugs. I think we can all get behind that. And it resulted in more than 70 arrests. Hooray. But wait, not so quick, because we're learning that during the investigation, Toronto police obtained telephone numbers from phone intercepts. They took them to the Pizza Pizza franchise or or, um, company and they said, hey, do you have any matching customers' names in your database? They looked into their database, voluntarily handed over names to um, the Toronto police. Now, none of the accused were identified during the process, but they were able to identify people that were associated with targets of the investigation. And it's not clear how many people were ID'd, but... Really? What precedent does this set? A company like Pizza Pizza sharing information, uh, which is basically there so that they can actually deliver what you've bought from them to your house without a warrant. I mean, how does that happen? What's that precedent set? Well, it's a really bad precedent. Of course, the reality is it probably happens more than we know. Um, And Pizza Pizza got cut out doing it. Um, but it's a, it's a terrible idea. I mean, police are entrusted to enforce the law, not break it. And, you know, um, adding warrantless surveillance to um, your double cheese pizza is a problem. <laughs> yeah, I didn't agree to that. I mean, who else are they handing my information out to? That raises all kinds of uh, questions, even if you're innocent, even if you have nothing to hide. That's your information. I've asked for you to provide a service I'm not asking for you to do anything else with my data. In fact, it would be great if they erased it after every order. Yeah, well, and that's where we're in a situation where companies are collecting more and more information and keeping it for a longer and longer, um, ostensibly for business purposes. But what it does is create this big and tempting pile of information uh, for u- other uses, including law enforcement. So we really need to start reconsidering our privacy laws and providing people with a lot better protection for all of that information that companies are keeping about us. So what's the responsibility of a business when the cops come knocking? Well, the police, we would say that a responsible business should say, I'd be very help, helpful or very great, or, sorry, I can't talk this morning. I'd be pleased to help you come back with a warrant. Okay. Um, because a warrant is actually the thing that police have to go to a judge and say, this is the reason we have a valid investigative purpose to violate these people's privacy. And the judge has to sign off on that. It's a really essential safeguard. Um, Mm -hmm. And a responsible business to protect the information of their clients would expect that safeguard to be in place before they hand it over information. Yeah, you know, it seems to me, based on um, my many, many hours binge-watching Law & Order, that if you don't get a warrant and you don't procure information in a way that is uh, above board it sometimes it can't be used in court and things fall apart absolutely these safeguards and and rules aren't just in place to protect people although that's an incredibly important part of their function they're also in place to protect the integrity of investigations uh, because we have a charter and people in canada have a right to be free from uh, unreasonable search and seizure 
and at the point that unreasonable search an unreasonable search and seizure happens, uh, that puts the case that police are trying to lay out in peril. Do we have any recourse as customers? Well, I mean, the first thing we can do is vote with our feet. Find a pizza company mm-hmm. that doesn't hand over your information and, you know, give them your money. The other thing that you can do is write to the company and make sh- and ask them to change their policy. I mean, Pizza Pizza actually has a policy that basically gives them a fair bit of discretion to hand over this information. Um, and people need to tell the companies that they work with, that's not okay with us. We want you to but- have a policy that protects us. It's amazing that they have a policy like that, you know, because you order a pizza, you're not going to say, hey, before you, uh, I'm kind of peckish here, but if you can run down your policy on what you're going to do with my information once I give you my address so that you can actually complete this uh, job that you're about to do for me, that'd be great. I mean, that seems kind of cumbersome and unrealistic. It's completely unrealistic. um, And it's, you know, the companies who want to earn our trust need to do a better job of protecting our information. Um, from hacking, from breaches, and from police investigations. That's just the bottom line. Yeah, and I can understand how a business owner would say, well, I'm not trying, I'm just trying to do the right thing. I mean, these are bad guys. But at the end of the day, uh, you could be giving out some information that does not involve any of the bad guys. It's just, it's a, a total infringement against uh, our rights. Let's move over to this other uh, story here. Yesterday, the Office of the Privacy Commissioner of Canada issued a statement that the controversial U.S. tech firm Clearview AI is no longer going to uh, make its facial recognition software available in Canada. This is a move in response to an ongoing investigation by privacy authorities. How important was this announcement yesterday? This is a huge win for privacy for people across Canada um, and a demonstration about how important it is to have an effective privacy watchdog um, in our federal and provincial commissioners because Clearview AI is a company that has a facial recognition algorithm that it feeds with billions, literally billions upon billions of images that they scrape from the internet, including images that are collected in ways that CCLA has said from the beginning, very clearly violated our Canadian privacy law. So, and police, Clearview was going to police stations, offering them a free trial to see if they liked it, Um, And police were using it um, without doing a privacy impact assessment, without evaluating whether or not the product was lawful in Canada. Um, And that was a huge problem. So the fact that we've had an investigation and Clearview has pulled out before it's even finished seems to me an indication that they were afraid of the result. Yeah, and not to mention the fact that they weren't very, the police forces weren't very forthcoming with the information that they were using it. It was all kind of below the radar. Um, for uh, the RCMP, they were using it in their Mounties National Child Exploitation Crime Center. And so they were hunting the most heinous, heinous criminals here, you know, the the people that would prey against uh, young, innocent kids. And they have said that they've suspended their use indefinitely. It, when people listening to the show hear that, they think, okay, well, this was a tool apparently that was was working. What is the harm when we're using it against the most hideous of criminals? Well, because in order to find the one or two most hideous criminals, they're essentially co-opting the personal information of potentially every person in Canada to do their searches, as well as people from around the world. Um, And let's be clear, there are, I mean, whether or not we believe that facial recognition is a good tool or a, a really dangerous one, 
putting that aside, there are many facial recognition tools that are developed in ways um, that would be within Canadian law. So there's absolutely no reason why the police have to rely on a tool that um, disobeys the law. And when you say within Canadian law, first of all, people have given their consent. Yeah, or images are collected in ways um, that that are legitimate. They're not scraping up information from social media accounts where people have provided the images after agreeing to, we're back to those terms of service again, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the terms of service of the sites where they were getting these images basically said, we're not going to let people use them for purposes other than what we're telling you. And one of those purposes wasn't to pile in a big facial recognition database for police to search. Um, so the, the way that Clearview AI was collecting its images was just wrong. Um, and police shouldn't be supporting tools that are exploiting the personal information of people. It's another situation about exploiting people's personal information. The investigation into Clearview is actually going to remain open. That's important. Uh, Authorities say they still plan to issue the findings on this matter, and uh, they will let, you know, Canadians know the results. So why is this follow-through so imperative? Well, we need, so we can speculate that Clearview pulled out because they're afraid of the results. Um, we can speculate that the way the information was collected was unlawful, uh, but the investigation is going to lay that out, and it's going to lay that out clearly so that police have guidelines in terms of what they need to follow if they want to acquire this kind of software. It's going to put other companies on notice about what they can and cannot do with Canadians' personal images in their facial recognition programs. Um, And so it's going to send a strong message to both the people who want to use the technology and the people who make it about what is lawful in Canada. So we know that laws have been broken, right? I mean, with the pizza pizza uh, access of uh, information in that database, you know, the privacy laws have been broken Um, with regard to Clearview and uh, the AI getting images without permission. There's some rules broken. How many police officers have lost their job or faced criminal charges for breaking the law and using this illegally? obtained data. Do we have any information on that? We don't have any information on that. Um, I have not heard of any that that lost their jobs. Um, and with the case of Clearview, it's really troubling because you are absolutely right. A lot of the use of it happened behind the scenes and in secret. Many forces initially denied that they'd ever used it, mm-hmm. and then it all sort of came out due to really good investigative journalism. Um, so we, we have an accountability problem with policing in Canada, a larger accountability problem that we have to start thinking through and dealing with. I want to just uh, very quickly, as we wrap this up, touch on a story that's going on in the States right now. Uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompe- Pompeo has said that the U.S. Is, is looking at banning Chinese social media apps like TikTok. And it is important to note that TikTok users claim that they sabotaged Trump's Tulsa rally. Remember when hardly anybody showed up? Well, uh, U.S. lawmakers have raised national security concerns over TikTok's handling of user data. They say they're worried about Chinese laws requiring domestic companies to support and cooperate with intelligence work controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, the app, it's not available in Can- in China. It is available here in Canada and in the States. Is this a valid concern or is this a lot of noise because Trump doesn't like how users use that app? Well, I think that it's a little bit of both. So clearly um, the crit- critiques that are coming out of the U.S. against TikTok are very politically motivated. Um, but it is also true that Companies who are domiciled in China must 
um, comply with requests for information from Chinese national security forces. Hmm. And where we've seen this play out in Canada is not with this little social media app, TikTok, uh, but with the bigger question about whether Huawei will be allowed to supply hardware uh, for our communications infrastructure in Canada. So our government also is thinking about the degree to which companies um, supplying products to Canada from China can be trusted with our personal information. And that's a larger question that goes way beyond whether President Trump is sulking because his rally wasn't well attended. Right. So there, this could be something that uh, we should keep our, our eyes on as well. And we will. Thank you so much, Brenda. I really appreciate you uh, joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. Lovely to talk to you.